Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Oh, yeah, they're running around the streets going nuts in the Golden State. Yeah, that's for sure. They're hoops teams. 3-0. Cavs did the job again. Welcome to the show. Live Taz Show coming at you on the Thursday edition. Hope you're all uh, looking good, feeling good, looking sharp, doing okay. Thank you for listening live right now, kids, at the uh, radio.com, radio.com app or on the radio.com app. Or maybe you're listening live or watching live at TazShow.com. Thank you for that. Or maybe you're checking out the audio on demand of the show, which you would be doing at Play.it, iTunes, TuneIn, or Spotify. So thanks for that, too. Appreciate any way you're pulling the show into your life. It's such a nice thing beautiful and it's very much appreciated i can tell you that right now i said it almost every day in some kind of way fashion form i think i said that whole cliche wrong but anyway fashion or form some some fashion how do you say that former fashion thank you that's not what i meant but it's better than what i said so that was the dennis jones that you heard so we're going to reference you from that one, like the Ohio State University, the Dennis Jones. Timber! Well, welcome to the show. No matter what you're doing, it's great. All right, so we're going to talk some NBA Finals here in a little while. I did not watch any wrestling yesterday. Well, you can call and talk about wrestling. That's fine. I have no problem with that. You can call the show. You know it's easy to do. You know the process you call the show. Very simple process. Attention hotline fans. What you got to do is dial an 866-475-2948. 866-475-2948. And uh, it's easy to do, uh, really. Uh, so, And I, I talked earlier, uh, earlier meaning on my Instagram, or as we call it, the IG. Uh, my IG account at TazTalk, T-A-Z-T-A-L-K, Promotion Push Jones. Yeah, I talked on there uh, this morning. I was at Botanical Gardens before the show. And um, I promoted that this show, I will do a little chatter on the um, NBA Finals. And, and the NBA in general, actually. The NBA in general and the problem that they have. They have a major problem there. And, and it's, it's with LeBron James and, and, a, and a legend. And I'm going to get into that in a little bit. And they tell you, I'm going to help the NBA in, in this, this show here. That, that's the first thing I'm going to do. I, I want to help them because they need my help. Because they're a little clueless on what they're doing. What's this guy's name? I saw him at halftime, the president. Uh, Adam Silva, is that his name? Commissioner Adam Silver, correct. Commissioner for work. Commissioner Jack Tunney. <laughs> <sighs> Commissioner. Did you, you've seen this guy, bro? Have you seen this guy? Yes. Nerd! Okay, dude, you, this guy is full-blown nerd Jones. Big time. I, I need some info on him, please, if you could GTS it. I need to know where this man, man went to school, where he grew up, if he played a sport at all. I think he went to Duke. Oh, Blue Devil Jones. Got it. 
my former boss here at CBS, uh, who's no longer with the company, left. Duke and the University of Chicago Law School. Ooh, that's Big actually very nerd. good. Lawyer Jones. Nerd! So, yeah. Did he play basketball at Duke? Uh, no! No, he went to Rye in Westchester. He's from your area. Yeah, Jewish American. Uh, how could... I don't, I'm just reading his Wikipedia. How can a guy grow up so close to you and be so successful and then there's basically you? No no disrespect. I'm just saying. Well, he grew up in rye. I love rye bread, so <laughs> we have that in common. No, but rye's not far from where you grew up. No, rye playland? Of course, but I'm saying, how far from rye did you grow well, up? Well, growing up, it's uh, it's on the other side of the river, but where I live currently, it's a stone's throw, I believe, would be an yeah. expression to use. It's the biz dev sh- guy you hear on the show, Dennis Jones, the lumberjack. Next big thing in radio. So he's giving his commentary right out of the box of the show. Usually he's quiet, but when he hears about any kind of carbs like bread, rye, he gets excited. Okay, so he went to Duke. He's a nerd. We've established this. He never played a sport. I saw him at halftime. I was falling asleep watching this guy. Why? Don't I don't want to hear him. I don't want to see him. And why is he in charge of all these amazing athletes? Because he's intelligent? Like, why? Isn't that what you want? Uh, kind of. I, I think I think you want a guy who played the game. You know, I mean, to some level. I think that's what I think you want. I mean, yeah, you get that in baseball, uh, NFL too. You know, Roger Goodell, he's a big baby face. Everyone loves him. Will you stop? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone likes Roger Goodell. No one. Mama Goodell. Excuse me? His mom. Oh. Well, back to the Silva. What's his name? Adam Silva, right? Correct. So he went to Duke, and then he went to Chicago Law School. Okay, so we've established he's intelligent. Got it. Nerd! But, 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 the guy don't even have a face for radio. He's got a face and voice for a closet. Okay, I don't want to hear or see this guy. Ever. He's disturbing to look at. That's the first thing. I see all these alpha male athletes up and down the court... KD, LeBron, Steph Curry, all these guys tearing it up. All the great former players on the panel over there at, uh, what was it, on ABC? Yes. All right, all, all these great players. And then we got Job Boy Jones, Adam Silver. Not today. Guy's probably making more money than God. How much money does he make? Oh, uh, that's another GTS. Okay. I'll get to the, back to the Adam Silver in a second. I, I didn't expect to go on a complete rippage of him, but it happens sometimes on the show here. Sorry. I, I digress. Um, so here's the thing. LeBron James, famous guy, the whole thing. They lose yesterday, the, the, the Warriors, 118 to 113. I'm sorry, the Cavaliers lost to the Warriors, 118 to 113. My bad. So Cavs lose. They're, they're down 0-3 in the series right now. So they're about ready to lose the NBA Finals, like in the shutout show. Sweep City. Right there in Cleveland, the Cavaliers lose. And by the way, I predicted that the Golden State Warriors would win this whole thing. Did I not, Dennis? You did. And you predicted that the Cavaliers would win, right? I was hopeful. What about homeboy who called yesterday from Ohio who thought that the Cavs would win at home last night by like 12 or 10? How's he doing? He's probably still walking home from the arena. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Stop! Exactly. Please call the show. Make outlandish comments like that. Learn the game, sir. Learn the game. 
Unbelievable. Fadeaway jump shots. They're doing everything. Listen, let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. Michael Jordan, right? Greatest of all time. My opinion, and I think many would agree with me. Any dispute from anybody? From from Anthony. Anthony, you're, you're in the cage, Ant. New, new name for the control room, the cage. Ant, you're in the cage, right? Yep. Okay. Michael Jordan, your opinion. Best of all time or not? Yeah, I mean. No, if you have somebody else, tell me. No, no, I mean, it's just tough. Like, I don't know. I'm not into the whole comparison thing. But, yeah, he's he's the, definitely the best of all time. I didn't compare anyone, sir. I just asked if he's the best of all time. P- please pay attention. No, no, yeah. For, for sure. I mean, I didn't grow yeah, up in the 80s. You sound very, like I know you didn't. You didn't grow up in the 90s either. I, yeah, I did. I think you started growing up about a week ago. Uh, Dennis, who's the greatest of all time? MJ. Okay, that's Michael Jordan for you people that don't know what MJ means. So we all agree Michael Jordan is the man. <clears throat> okay. LeBron James, not too shabby. Okay, LeBron James is a beast. There's no doubt about it. The guy's awesome. I'm a fan. I've been a fan. The kid's great. I mean, really, he's not a kid, but you know what I mean. Like, the guy is is unbelievable. There's no doubt about it. Uh, You you know, he, uh, what did he put up, like 39 points yesterday? 40 points? He had 39. He had 39 points. Here it is. 39 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. Okay, uh, just shy of his second straight triple-double. Okay, listen. <clears throat> this guy's a big-time player. There's no doubt about it. Not a choke artist, not a jobber. LeBron James, beast mode, no doubt. Right out of high school, starred the whole deal. No argument. Great. Might be the greatest player playing today. I like a couple other guys a little better. I like KD a lot. I like Westbrook a lot. I love Steph Curry. Thompson looked phenomenal last night. The 31 points. Durant had 31 too for Gold State, you know what I mean? So Thompson's legit, by the way, dude. Like, legit, legit. You know that, right? Like, the, the guy's a beast. Shoots the lights out. Unbelievable. But LeBron, here's the problem with the NBA and LeBron and Michael Jordan. Anytime I, and I'm, I'm exaggerating when I say anytime, a lot of the times, if I hear sports radio or I'm watching sports on TV or a sports talk show on TV, and I hear them talking about the NBA, and, they, and you hear LeBron James, it's always Michael Jordan's name comes up all the time. This has been a, the longest thing going. Giant Thermos Jones. Ah, pardon me, I'm drinking. <laughs> so constantly hearing this comparison of these two great players. Agreed, Dennis? Yes. I mean, I, I'm, I'm giving an overview. Not, not all the time. You seemed a little hesitant in your, your answer. Why? I just think it's part of the the hot take culture. Like LeBron's so good right now that I don't think there's anyone currently playing in his strategy. I think LeBron's going to end up. You're when not even listening to what I'm asking you. What? Well, Dennis. No, I'm you, getting you, to. You, I'm getting to. I why. wish that you and I could have a conversation on the air. Okay. Like I do with you and with Anthony off air, because talking to you guys off air is, is actually enjoyable. Oh, thank you. And then when we get on air, it's like all of a sudden you got to become like the next big thing in sports radio. Stop it. One more word and I'm hanging up on you. You're not. All right. That good on yes. the air. You're not. I didn't say I was. Just Well, you tell people behind the scenes. I've heard what you said. <laughs> I've walked by the water cooler. You're bragging to the girls around here that work here. Well, you know. I'm no, gonna the take over. let me in the bagel I'm going to take over. That's <laughs> true. I'm taking over Taz's slot real soon. Oh, the <laughs> office hates him. The office hates him. Oh, I'm coming. I'm slipping right in there. And I'll slip in your DMs, honey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I've heard it all. I've heard the chatter. I have. You know I, I mean? thought I was more quiet than that. <laughs> I know you're trying to get rid of me. But listen, I'm asking you. 
if you notice a steady diet in the media of people comparing Michael Jordan and uh, LeBron James. Absolutely. That's what I'm asking. Okay, so you agree with that? Yes. Instead of giving me your whole NBA commentary. Yes, okay. I agree. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So, so, okay. I have a problem with this. Do you? Yes. Okay, thanks. So, so here's the thing. I have a problem with it because it's not good to do. Let LeBron be LeBron. Leave it alone. Let, let these guys play. But a lot of it is LeBron's fault. It's LeBron's fault. And you're going to think I'm crazy. People are going to think, well, some might think I'm crazy already, so it doesn't matter. What are you nuts? But I'm going to tell you a simple way to fix this. It's a little late now. It's actually very late now. <sighs> Dennis, you might throw a flag at me, and if you want it, that's fine. You go ahead. No problem. Change your number, LeBron. He's wearing 23. Why are you laughing? Dennis, it's a shoot. He's, well, he's wearing he did tr- change his number when he went to Miami. No, I, and what happened? They stopped comparing him to, 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 to uh, no, Jordan. That comparison's never going to stop. What was his number in Miami? Six. And then he goes, and he wears 23 with the Cavs. He wears 23. Everybody's thinking of Michael Jordan. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, I think the number 23 should be retired in baseball. I'm, I'm sorry, in basketball completely. I, I think every pro team, NBA team, should not have a 23 in it. Retire that thing straight up. That's what I think. I, I'm sorry. But this LeBron, it's the jersey, dude. It's the friggin' number. Change your number. See, Westbrook, he rocks a zero. Original Jones. Right? Has his own identity. That's how you brand. That's how you market. You don't hack. Stop hacking Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Anthony. What's up, boss? Do you agree or disagree with this? Uh, I don't necessarily agree. I, I, I do get what you're saying, that like the, having the 23, he's asking for the comparisons. Yes. But, I mean, he's still the best player that's ever played in Cleveland. So, like, I don't... Oh, that's a big deal. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't really see the 23 being the problem. I do think comparing the two when they're not even the same type uh. of player is a problem. What? I know they're not the same type of player. That's true. No, no, I agree with you that the comparisons are bad. I don't agree with the number thing, though. I don't think that's that big of a deal. Oh. But I agree that they should retire it. That's all. That would be cool. Yeah. Who asked you what you thought anyway? Get back to work, please. Get back to work before I give you a beating. I need people who agree with me. Try to get pushback from you two guys. We'll be here trying to make comparison. You guys are acting like a real radio sports host. Stop it. Dead air coming this fall. <laughs> To no radio stations near you. <laughs> no radio stations. Just will not be on the air. Uh, dude. Draymond Green. All right? Golden State Warriors. Great forward. Agreed? Right, any argument? No. None there. The Draymond. Okay? He wears 23. Right? Do you know that? He does. Okay. He shouldn't wear 23 either. He shouldn't. But no one's comparing him. Who's now he's a little bit younger, right? Than uh, Michael jo- uh, than uh, LeBron James. Yes, isn't he? Okay. Stop wearing these legends' numbers. That's like a guy going to the Yankees. I know they just retired it and wearing number two. Stop! Can't do it. You cannot do it. 
The jersey number is important. I don't care. If I, you know what? I think most of the uh, audience listening to me will not agree with this. And they think I'm nuts. I don't care. I, I, I don't care. But that's just how I feel. I'm just telling you. Dennis, do you think I should not have said that about the jersey number? Seriously. No, I mean, your opinion's your opinion. I don't agree with it, but I appreciate that you took a stand. Cassandra in Texas, you're on a Taz show. Good moment, Taz. Good moment. How are you? Good. Um, I'd like to congratulate you on a couple of things. Okay, please. Um, first of all, I'd like to congratulate you and Mrs. Taz on your son's upcoming graduation. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much. Yes. Thank you, thank you. And, thank you. Um, Appreciate that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You seem like good parents. Yeah, we try. Um. You know, sometimes we're not. We sit around the house. We get, you know, bombed and drunk. You know, we're always just drinking tons of liquor throughout the week. And we get drunk, and he's got to wake us up sometimes. Otherwise, we're good, you know. I'm joking. And then, um, <laughs> she, I don't think you got no. the joke. I, Cassandra's like, wow, really? Uh, Cassandra was actually just no. a joke. I, I, I was no, teasing. I get it. Our uh, next call is um, the AA hotline. <laughs> I was only joking. God, I can't even joke around. Come on, Happy. Cassandra, you've been, you follow the show. I almost called you Haas. <laughs> Dennis almost spit-taked. <laughs> Man, you got to show Dennis it was spewed. I, I almost called you Haas, Cassandra. I can't call you Haas. I can't call a chick Haas. Sorry. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're from Texas. You know, you're from Haas. Um, I guess I don't. Right. I don't know. <laughs> well, how can I help you? So, what else you want to say, Cassandra? This is not um, going well here. Um, no, it's fine. Um, congratulations on getting more. Um, you reached over five thousand followers on Instagram. Yes. Uh, someone told me that earlier this morning. I'm in the mad hunt of. 10,000, Cassandra, as you know, 10,000 follows on the IG. I put the deadline, the pressure, and the onus, is that the word, on the audience to get me to 10,000 by tomorrow. What are you nuts? So I don't know, Cassandra, if this is going to happen, though. I mean, Dennis. Halfway there. We can, we can make it happen. We can make it happen. Really? How many followers on IG do you have, Cassandra? Oh, I think like two ninety nine. Okay, so you're really no help. Okay, so no. so no, no, I'm kidding. No, so uh, Dennis just snickers because he he's like, ah, this is you're, you're just a jerk, Taz. You're not getting ten thousand, you idiot. Anything's possible. Oh no, if we all put our our minds together, the fans, the Taz show fans, we can do it. Yeah, but a lot of love. my fans hate me, so this is the problem. No, they don't. Yeah. No, they don't. Well, some of them do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so I don't know if I'm going to get to 10,000, though, Cassandra. And it's disappointing. What you am will. I going to do if I don't? I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be upset. I'll tell you that. So. Oh, maybe you can fire someone. Yeah, well, that'll happen. That That's going to happen. Just say my name. Yeah, just, yeah, Cassandra, just say Dennis. <laughs> it's really that simple. It's really not that's it. Well, look, Cassandra, okay. I appreciate you supporting the show as long as you have, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Keep doing awesome job. Love you guys, like right. the man says. <laughs> yeah, sorry, happy. I appreciate it. All right, bye. I could call you happy, right? Let's call, call a girl happy, right? Sure. All right, good. All right, we'll see you, Cassandra. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. There you go. I almost called her Haas. I was going to ask, what's the female equivalent? Philly. No. That doesn't Haas. have the same ring to it. No, it's not. That's Come on, Haas. Come on, Philly. Come on, Haas. Jeff, uh-oh, Jeff in, uh, Jeff in Texas. Now, I can call you Haas. <laughs> yes, you can. Hey, so, look, you're from Texas. Born and raised in Texas? Uh, yes. So, you heard, I just spoke to Cassandra. She's in Texas also. So, you being a Texas guy, you know, you're very familiar with Haas. 
Now, what's a give me a good something I could call a woman when she calls the show? Like that's not insulting, you know. Uh, Got to think about that one, huh, Jeff? I hear you. Well, yeah, I don't think I've ever. Let me give you a Naomi for a second. Uh, you think about that. What do you think? I mean, not Philly. That's a female boss, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you live on a ranch. I haven't ever heard anything. What's that? I honestly haven't ever heard anything. All right. I appreciate that. What's going on, Jeff? Oh, nothing, man. Just wanted to put you over a little bit. You know, I've yeah. been listening to your show for a while. Uh, I actually called a few weeks ago on the music off the hooks, and, you know, we talked about the Eagles for a moment. Love the Eagles. Love the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. I love the Eagles. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to say appreciate all your uh, work on the show, and uh, I, I guess you. Dennis, too. I mean, He's all right. Thank you, pal. Well, listen, you know, you, you could get off the hooks, off the hooks. Uh, this off the hook topic this week, Jeff, has really sucked. No one's really given. I mean, Bad Money Slim called gave a really good, you know, time of day off the hook. But it seems like people just don't. I figured, Jeff, that if we had a topic that was horrendous, that people would call and play along. But no one really is. And it's disappointing. I have to be honest. So uh, I, 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 I put all of that on you people. You know what I mean, Jeff? It's you all's yeah. fault, you know, so. <laughs> That's it. All right, buddy. Yep, we're all good. All right, Jeff, thanks, pal. Thank you, Ted. Take care. Bye-bye. Wow. Texas bringing the wood this morning, huh? Back-to-back calls from Texas. Mm-mm-mm. That's awesome. No one cares. Um. Anyway, we're going to have a little update, I believe, in this show on Mr. Met, too, right? We will have an update. Yeah, we have an update. Remember last week, Mr. Met flipped somebody off. I'm a big Met fan, as you all know. He flipped somebody off, and, uh, well, it seems like the Mets have reacted. And we'll get into that later on. Also, when people call the show, we had the poll up about how, what do they do? Do they react to, they say hello to Dennis? Do they say hello to Anthony? All this stuff. And and we put the poll up. Maybe we can... Uh, actually, I'll do it. Let me do it because it'll be a lot easier if I do it. 25 minutes left. I'm looking. 23 minutes left now. Look at you, you mock. I knew you it was coming, over. man. You are all over. 25 minutes left. Over 1,000 voters, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Give me the percentage. You're not going to like hearing this. Just tell me. I could take it like a man. 45% for the barnacles. Mm. 55% for the good moments. So 55% of the audience, uh, over 1,000 people voted, believe that they should be allowed and they should, when they call the show, acknowledge and say hello to you, Dennis, and to Anthony and everybody else here on the team. Okay, that's fine. I'll do the job. Won't be the first time. I'll take the loss. No problem. Okay? No F job finish. I'll do it clean in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. No problem. I did the job. Lost. No problem. <laughs> so now, here's the thing, though. Okay? Swerve Jones. So now when you call people, this show, I, we need to speed up the process because I, I don't need my boss down my throat and up my ass, okay? So we need to speed up the process. When you call, I don't, I can't have you guys give me the five-minute hello to me and Dennis and this one and that one. Stop it. Stop. Because people listen to the podcast version. They don't give a okay? So they, they, and we gotta, we gotta make everybody happier. The people listen live, the people that watch live, the people that watch VOD, the people that listen to the audio on demand, or as, you know, slunkers call it, a podcast. So I, I'm trying to, uh, uh, you know, serve a lot of masters here. The main master, 
is my boss. Yeah. Okay. So he wants to call his in succinct. Boom, 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 boom. Schnell, quick. Hayaku. Right? Dennis, remember I taught you it? Hayaku. Right? Hayaku. Okay. You just went to a kung fu thing because. I, I, I don't know. I felt well, it. Well, that's I kind of it. a racist thing you did because I'm speaking Japanese uh, and, and kung fu is not even a Japanese art, but you wouldn't know that. Um, so, so you would not know that. But I digress. So here's the thing. Dennis and Ant, I need you to help out here, unfortunately. Um, I need a way to get people to call. Well, not get people to call. When they do call, and now because you guys won the vote, you guys collaborated and won. So now I need acknowledgement. How do we do this? What do we do? Let's discuss this as, as a unit, as a team, please. And if Shay, or as they call him, Cowboy, jumps in, please let me know, Dennis. He could tell you something in your ear or wake him up or whatever he's doing right now. Okay. Nobody's helping. I have one. <laughs> Go ahead. Very simple. You know, standard, good moment, Taz. Yes. And the fans could just say, AD, there you go. Wait, wait, what the F? Wait, you what, get it? What? Just there. No, I don't get it. Say this again. Gumomitaz and A and D. There you go. That's simple, quick. And what about Cowboy? cowboy. Oh, and Cowboy. A, D, C. A, D, and C. Not A, B, and C. A, D, and C? Or if we want to stay alphabetically, A, C, D. Oh, so you could go A, D, C. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. You know what I think about that? I think it absolutely sucks. Okay, Ant? <laughs> That's what I think. And we're I'm not doing do that. Well, no, you're not going back. You're staying on the show here. Okay. Let's finish discussing this. This is going well. What do you think, uh, Dennis? Spitballing on air. I like... <laughs> if, if we're going to go the abbreviation route, which isn't... A, I don't think it's the worst idea, Ant, but I think we should go, like, DAC. D-A-C. Dennis Anthony Cowboy. Boom. DAC. That's not bad. That's our... That's our well, our speaking st- like a stable name. Giant fan, he wants to give some love to the Cowboys. No, right? Well, he spells it with a K. He spells it with a K. It, and he played for Ohio State. Please don't educate me on no, football. No, he didn't. Mister, well, you told, oh, Dak Prescott. He did not. I, I got confused <laughs> with Ezekiel. He did. Dak played for not TCU. No, who did he play for? Mississippi State. Damn it! The Bulldogs. That all comes out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Aunt, you still there? Get back to work before I give uh, you a beating. So, this is what I think should happen. I think that maybe you got a good idea with the DAC thing, but that's not happening. So, <laughs> I I think what we should do is people just call and say, good moment to all. How about that? Good moment to all. Is that succinct? It's simple. Can we all agree on that? I mean, it's a very... Uh, no, because I don't want you getting lumped in with us. <laughs> Oh, you're saying I have an ego and I belong to be better? I, yes. I mean, what? What? what I mean, well, what we're is, the barnacles. We. Oh, that's a good idea. Good moment, Taz. Good moment, barnacles. That way, we're all lumped in. Eh, it doesn't have a flow. You have to have an audio flow to it. We, we're late to break, by the way. Yeah. What do you think about good moment to all? No good. Oh, phrasing, buddy. Well, I understand that. I understand. We got. We, we, we're obviously only halfway figuring this thing out. Um, we're going to have to go to break here. All right, other side of break, I'm going to give you a little update on Mr. Met. Uh, I want to find out something about something. I can't tell you what that is yet. It's a good hook. And uh, get to some phone calls. We'll do Facebook Live later on. Very busy show here, as usual. Tasho, sit tight.
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, yeah. So I'm looking at some of the stuff on social media and then, uh, you know, some of the stuff I wanted to talk about in the sporting world. I was seeing a lot of stuff about. The legendary uh, head coach, football coach at the University of Oklahoma, Bob Stoops, has stepped down, retiring after 18 years of big-time success. Uh, Orange Bowl champ, uh, Orange Bowl win, Rose Bowl win, uh, Fiesta Bowl, Sugar Bowl, twice the Sugar Bowl. I mean, those are some of his notable victories. I mean, the guy has uh, been deemed Big Game Bob. It's a shoot. Good friends with good old Jr. Bob Stutes, I know that for a fact. My man Jr., who I'm sure I don't know when's what day Jr.'s podcast, the Ross Report, normally drops. But anybody who's a college football fan, I'm sure Bob will tell Bob. I don't. Uh, Jr. would tell a lot of Bob Stoops stories. Because uh, as I said, uh, Jr. knew him very well. So uh, congrats to. Uh, Bob Stoops on such an amazing, uh, amazing career. I mean, Bob Stoops. I was uh, I was checking this out earlier today. I was reading some stuff in the papers. You know what I mean? I read the papers. Well versed. That uh, it's not because of health reasons. Some might have thought it was a health thing going on. But that's not the reason. I don't, I, I don't think he's given a reason. Maybe when you listen to this, if you listen to the on-demand version of this, maybe the reasons are out why. Maybe he explained it at some point today on Thursday or tomorrow on Friday. I don't know. But uh, definitely, um, I never got a chance to meet Bob Stoops. Uh, seems like a guy I would have liked, and I'm sure he would have liked me. So, um, you know, maybe one day we will meet. Who knows? But uh, great success there in the Big 12 with the Sooners, Bob Stoops. No doubt about that. Can't argue with that. So that's the deal on that. Uh, let's go to uh, Jose in uh, Oakland. Uh, you are on the Taz Show. What's up there, homie? Hey, man. How you doing today? Good, bud. Talk to you. What's up? Oh, man. Uh, first time, long time. Oh, we're going to go first time, long time, right out of the box with this guy. I guess you're waiting for something. Oh, there it is. How you doing, buddy? What's going on? Good, man. Good. Um, first of all, I really just want to put you over, man. Are you new like, to the just, show, dude? I, like, you are you you just a first time call. Like, have you listened before? No, I, I've listened since probably since, like, uh, WrestleMania from last year. Oh, cool. Cool, man. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, man, like, I've been listening to your show every day. It just be helping me, like, when I work, especially when I'm closing, you know, with a bunch of good buffoons and stuff like that. I appreciate really that. my day out a lot. That's, dude, that's important to me, seriously. Like, all kidding aside, like, I love hearing that, you know, my audio or video or whatever, my content can make people's day go quicker at work or maybe they drive a truck for a living or you know, they just got earbuds in in the office, or they work in a warehouse. Whatever people do, or they're at the gym on a treadmill, whatever. You know what I mean? I, it's awesome that for me, and that I, I get the opportunity to be part of people's lives, and it's been going on for close to 400 shows now. So, uh, I'm very proud of that, and it's nice to hear a guy like you uh, say that. So, thank you. Yeah, man, no problem. Yeah, man. And um, I just wanted to ask you. Um, I don't know if anybody has brought this up yet. Yes. But. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed this about the uh, Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view, the logo of it. Interesting. Uh, where are you going with this? I have noticed <laughs> something about it. Uh, let's see. What um, are you speaking? So you know how it has the Great Balls of um, Fire, the, uh, the text, and then underneath that, I think it's the uh, 
don't know if they put fireballs or something, but oh, sorry. I apologize. Say again. <laughs> it's that Dennis. Dennis no, is just, just acting <laughs> like an idiot. That's the problem. No, that's all right. Yeah. No, I was just thinking because um, it, it straight up looks like a like a penis. Whoa! Wow, penis Jones. <laughs> um, okay, so interesting. Yeah, I, I think some I, people have noticed this on on the Twitter and have said this. Um, I yeah, like, I just looked at it as two uh, you know balls yeah. of fire and a flash with it. You know, uh, goodness, goodness gracious! I mean, you're, you're saying this; it's interesting. Uh, do you think no, WWE did this on purpose? I don't know because because uh, I was thinking about this too. Because um, I think Randy Orton complained about his, um, I think the graphic that they used on his entrance for WrestleMania. So I was just wondering, like, how do they? Uh, yeah, how do they come up with stuff like? Well, this? they have a graph. They have a graphic design team that does all their merchandise. They also have. Well, when I was there, they had like two different graphic artists that did just logos of pay-per-views and all that kind of stuff. So, like a small team of guys uh, and girls that do this stuff. And thank you for calling, dude. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I don't know. It, it, Vince McMahon, I know for a fact. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Approves any logo, any merch, any everything. Vince definitely, and I mean this in a complimentary way, micromanages to a degree. He's hands-on, as some would say. Very hands-on. Which I think is the right way to be. Now that I have my own world in this show, I have to be hands-on. Because of my team. And, buddy, I got to be real hands-on. Trust me. Will you stop? So, uh, Dennis, you could chime in. I see you, you made a little... Nah, you made a snide face behind my back. No I arguments saw. here. I Turn your mic on. Turn your own effing mic on, sir. Turn my mic on! You're the damn producer. Turn your mic on. No arguments here. Plus, I can't do it behind your back. We're facing each other. Okay. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. That's the first <laughs> thing. Please don't correct me. It's my show. So I can understand micromanaging to agree. But so any logo, I would think that Vince, it's, you know, it's had across his office, his, his desk, I should say. That'd be weird if it's across his office. Right by his. Hey, wait, I want to see that. What was that? Hey, pal. Bring it back. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> Great balls of fire. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the people are looking at the logo saying, oh, it looks like a Johnson. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know what to tell you. I don't know. I looked at it as just a flaming ball, you know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, so, I'll tell you what, a lot of the boys aren't going to walk around wearing that T-shirt. That's a shoot. Um, anyway, uh, so we have some update here on Mr. Met, I believe. Uh, because as you guys know, last week he flipped off. Some fans after a loss at an away game, was it? Where were they? I can't remember. They were home. We lose so much now to Mets. We lost again yesterday. We just we played the Braves. We've got today off, so we can't lose on Thursday. So we play on Friday against the Braves. Lord knows what's going to happen. The Braves beat the piss out of the Phillies yesterday, like 14-1. to 1. Do you know this? I saw, I saw at the end oh, they had a, the Phillies had a position player pitch. You know, it's, you know it's bad when you're calling in the left fielder. Yeah. That's equivalent to, like, me having you host a show one day. <laughs> of the same ilk, yes. I love taking shots at you. It's great. Uh, so, uh, anyway. So, Mr. Met, we have, what do we have? A, we have a, there we go. We got a little tweet action from the official verified Mr. Met uh, Twitter account. And read this, Dennis, please, sir. Just watching the hashtag Mets game at the SNY TV offices, hashtag LGM. Let's go Mets. Suspended Jones. Yeah, so, and now uh, a fan tweeted this to me too uh, early this morning. Uh, what was that person's name? Do you remember, dude? 
It was cool. No, it was not cool. Right. Person's name was not cool. It was. It was. I catchy. asked you to write this person's name down, sir, and, and you didn't do it. So now, as usual, I have to find it. Oh yeah. God Almighty! It's this is what I mean. I just gave the example of, of Vince having to micromanage his team. It's the same thing with me. And now I want to give the guy credit, and I can't find it because I'm doing a live streaming show. Can you please find it? I will. Yes. Do you think the odds are good or bad that you're able to find it? Uh, it depends. Did it, like, did you retweet it? I'm Ed in DC. You're on the Taz show. What's going on, Haas? Good moment, Haas. No, no, that's not how this works. Good moment, Taz. How are you doing, pal? Doing good. Uh, I want to call in to uh, extend your vocabulary in different languages since you're Mr. Worldwide. I am worldwide. Thank you, sir, for saying that. Which language are we going to work on today? Farsi. Oof, it's going to be rough. Okay, let's just. Is that like Carney, but different? Uh, no. Okay, so uh, are you going to teach me you know how to speak it? Yes, sir. Are you born here or are you born there? I was born here, but my grandmother beat it into me, so right. she doesn't speak English. So don't curse when you do this, because I won't understand what you're saying. And don't be a douche and like call me a jobber in, in like Fosse. You know what I mean? That would suck. Because <laughs> then no, I'm like, oh, thanks, words. pal. <laughs> two words? Fast what is it? Quick. What is it? What is it? Fast and quick. Fast? What is it, words? Fast and quick. Bass. Fast and quick. Fast and quick. Jeez, I can't hear. I got a broken eardrum here, suspended ear over here. All right. Uh, fast and quick. And begin. Okay. To say fast is really simple, just like your name. Instead of saying Taz, you say Tiz with me. Tiz. Tiz. Like T E Z? Yeah, exactly. Tez. Tez. Okay, so we got Hayaku in Japanese, we got Schnell in German. We got her to F up in Brooklynese. We got... Uh, Rapido. Rapido. I used that a lot in the Spanish. And now we have in Fosse, Tez. Tez. How, give me exactly. the vernacular. How do I say this? Tez? Uh, tez. Tez very Tez. 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 Tez, motherfucker. All right. And what's the other one? Fast. Quick. Quick. What it's is like, it? Is that saying suit? You put a Z in front of it. Zoot. Like Zoot Suit. Exactly. Zoot Suit Jones. Yep. All right. So Zoot and pe and pe uh, te uh, Tez or Pez? Tez. Like Pez Watley? <laughs> exactly. All right. But different. All right. Cool. I mean, I appreciate that. Thank you for calling. Appreciate that. Teaching me the Fosse. You write these that You wrote that down, right, Dennis? Tez and Zoots. You don't even know how to say it because you don't have the right dialect. That's the problem. I'm not good with accents. You're not good with anything. Well, some stuff you're good at. Uh, who we got here? Chris in New Hampshire. Uh, what do you say there, Haas? What's up? Good moment, Taz. How are you? Good, Hen. How are you? Outstanding, Hammer. Uh, well, I have a comment about the cruiserweight division and off the hook idea. Yes, go. Uh, me and my friend, we were talking yesterday on how to fix a cruiserweight division. Okay. He brought up, uh, what do you think of an idea of a light heavyweight division opposed to a cruiserweight division? It's the same problem, Chris. I, I think the way to fix it, Chris, is not to change the name or any of that stuff. I don't think the color of the ropes matters. I, I think the problem, Chris, is with the cruiserweights, a couple things. 
One, take it off Raw immediately. That's the first thing, okay, as far as having those matches and highlight. Second of all, let them just shoot them working somehow, some way, always out of Orlando at the uh, full sale. Because they're not going to get the same reaction in these big buildings. It's just, I just think that a lot of the masses don't care about these awesome high spots and awesome athleticism these guys are doing. And it's very late in the card of, of a three-hour broadcast and, and dark matches that people are sitting there with their kids and, and they, they, they don't care. Yep, and I and I think all the cruiserweights should be implemented on the main roster. Have them go after the Intercontinental U.S. tag team title. I don't mind that. I don't think that's a bad idea, Chris, at all. I think that's actually a pretty good idea right there. Just, just you know, intertwine them. Chris, thanks for calling up there in New Hampshire. No, I have no problem with that at all. I don't. Not a bad idea, you know. Definitely not a bad idea. Uh, seriously, you know. But I do think that getting him off of Raw is important. Um, you know, we talked about this at nauseum. I mean, this thing should have been on, you know, on SmackDown. Even not even at this point now. Don't just don't put it on any of the main rosters. It's just, it's kind of like a little bit. And, and they're not giving up. They're digging a little bit of a deeper hole for themselves with this. Obsessed with the branding of the colors, which I got it. I mean, we get it. It's purple. Got it. Okay, but you, you got to get. These guys are tremendous workers, tremendous spots, tremendous athleticism and performing, you know, and they're not getting the proper reaction on your on your your main mothership show. Get them off the show and, and keep them rolling and protect them. Put them in front of a smaller audience. I'll tell you something that's a good idea. How about this for a little spitball Jones fantasy booking right here? Do some kind of an event. War games. Dennis, pay attention. You're going to like this. Dennis, please tell the truth. Are you familiar with war games? Is? I am. Okay, thanks. So war games, you take a double cage Jones, for those that don't know. Two rings, two cages. Somehow, some way, and do it color-coordinated. Have, let's do war games, what the 205 guys, they all wear purple, of some shade of purple in their gear. In a war games, build up big pay-per-view against the UK guys. And have them wear whatever color that logo is. I think it's red and gold and black. I think the UK logo for WWE. And have them wear, and just whatever, you know, whatever their normal tights or, you know, trunks or whatever. Not briefs. Whatever they wear, singlets, whatever. And so you do, and do that either, either overseas you know, meaning like in the UK, or do that like, um, I don't know if I do it in full sale. I, maybe, 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 maybe do that, make it its own standalone event. So either in the UK or what the hell, I mean, do it at full sale if you have to. Push it, build it, and shoot an angle. And and it's, I, it's a pretty good idea, right? It does. I think I was curious where you were going to go. 205 Live versus the UK guys, money. Just imagine the amount of high spots these guys can do in a double ring, double cage thing. Now, maybe Full Sail's not big enough to do that, you know? But let, let's let's tweak it. Let's tweak it. So wh- where would you do it? I'm curious from a fan perspective, Dennis. Uh, see, you need enough size for two rings. The first thing that came to mind was the uh, the UK place where they had the Cruiserweight Championship. See, see what you just did right there? That, that annoyed me. Why? 
because I bring up the important fact of the size of the venue because you need this, and then you you say it like it's like it, like you thought of it. You didn't think of it. Well, you need a place that's big. I just said that. There's no echo. Stop. I know. Well, I'm stop. Okay. Oh, oh, give up, Jones. God, that should be great. Now you're gonna love this people. God. Full set. No. Uh, I I would I want it small enough where the fans are interactive. But it's got to be big enough to fit two rings, so it. Oh my God. I, I, I don't have. I don't have an answer. I can't even have right a discussion now. with you, dude. It's I don't know enough places that would fit I'm my not criteria. I'm asking you to name the building. I'm asking you. I know you don't have a list of venues somewhere in the UK. Okay, so you agree? Nowhere. I think it should be. How about this? I don't think it should be in the UK, and I, now I'm thinking it should be in Orlando either. I say do a big ass pay per view. I don't know why I'm saying this. I don't know why my instincts tell me. Do it in Canada. Do it in Toronto or Montreal. I don't know why. I just feel like it would be awesome up there. I don't know why. I just that's just something that I could be dead wrong on it. I don't know. I just feel like that would work. Look, we know it would work in one of the hotbed states or cities in our country. New York City, Brooklyn, you know, Brooklyn or Manhattan here. Um, you could do it in um, in Chicago and get a great reaction. I think lost anywhere in the country for the most part, but some of those biggest cities here, I think we'd get a great reaction. I think UK would be great. I think Orlando would be money, but I something tells me do it in Canada. You know, I don't know why. I mean, the Canadian wrestling fans—they're they're great. They're special. They're underratedly great fans, and and I just think that would work there. You know, what about um, somewhere in in the south like that that had that WCW like the, feel like NWA was yeah. you know they did that in the, in the Carolinas you know I mean I'm talking about the war games and all that stuff or maybe in Georgia somewhere like Marietta where outside of Atlanta which is a suburb outside of Atlanta where they used to do a lot of NWA and WCW you could do it there too you could do it at the Cobb County Civic Center I think that place is still there that's in Marietta Georgia I worked there a couple times for ECW back in the day and uh, and WCW used to work there a lot. Cobb County Civic Center is right outside of Atlanta, hotbed area for wrestling. And I think that building might be big enough for two rings. It's it would look very intimate and tight with two rings. And the cage, double cage, is big. I I, I don't know why. I just think War Games makes it. Like with, the, but you got to build this up. You got to shoot an at. You can't just go into this. You know, you got to do some kind of an angle. Where the 205 guy, I don't have that part down in my head right now. I'm just because I'm just spitballing. Um, I, I think you got to shoot some kind of an angle. What, let's say it's Pete Dunn or Tyler Bate or something. Or maybe it's something. I mean, it could be as simple as this is very trite. It could be as simple as um, hypothetically, let's say an NXT taping or, uh, or SmackDown or something, whatever. You have um, a Raw, I mean, I'm sorry, Raw. Maybe you have a match with Tyler Bate versus you know, the former Cruiserweight champion, Tyler Bate, first ever Cruiserweight champ, whatever they would call him, against, I don't know, TJP. And Tyler Bate gets the win. The place pops because TJP's working, you know, straight heel, whatever. He's a heel right again. I know he was doing that stuff with what's his name, right? He's a heel. Is he a heel right now? He's doing stuff with Neville. Or is he, did he turn on Neville? I can't remember what they did. I mean, Neville beat him on two or five live. So I don't remember what they did. Kind of like in limbo. I mean, he still has heelish tendencies. Uh, I guess. Let's just say it's TJP, a heel, just a heel in that cruiserweight division. 
has a match and loses the match to Tyler Bate. I think you got to, and then you got to do a thing where some of the heelish, like Norm Dar, not Noam, Norm as I call him, like those type guys attack Tyler Bate, attack the UK guy and beat the hell out of him. Just like, yeah, it's our territory, like ha ha ha, like laugh it off, like we beat your ass, you UK guys, you don't belong here, not just in the United States, you don't belong, you know, I wouldn't make it like a United States, I shouldn't say that, don't make it like a country versus country. You don't belong here on Raw, this is 205 Live World, this is who we are. And now the UK guys get a little pissed off. And you could shoot some kind of an underling angle there and build this thing up. I think it'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be pretty cool. Um, I really do. And I'd have two announced teams. I'd have two announced teams. I'd have the guys who call the cruiserweight stuff, and then I'd have uh, the other guy. Wait, what, does, what's his name? Phillips? Tom Phillips work on both? He does the cruiserweights. I know he does the cruiserweights, and he does that with uh, with uh, Corey, right? And the UK stuff, kind of JR and Nigel did the last Right, right. Round, so have so. JR and Nigel do that along with, uh, you know, um, Phillips and uh, and Corey. You know what I mean? Whatever. The announcing is not important to, uh, right now, but I'm just saying, I think it would be really cool to do something with um, with these guys here, with, with these two, two, two groups. I think it would be something that would be pretty interesting. You know what I mean? So, so, we'll have to see. Hey, Willie Chuck in Toledo. What's up, Haas? You're on the Taz Show. Hey, what's up, Taz? Hey, cowboy. Listen. I love you. All right, buddy. Listen. Hey, Andy. Yeah. Dennis. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you're going got, too long already, dude. I you're got hurt. the shirt. I walked the shirt. All right. I'm wearing the shirt right now. What, which shirt is that? I want to apologize for everything. Okay. For everything. Okay. Even though Dennis may not, I apologize for everything. I want to give my off the hook. Number one, 11.32 p.m. when Raw is over. Okay. 12.32 when WrestleMania is over. You are fake news. Right. Number two, 6.32 a.m. Okay, show's about to start and I get off work. Ha <laughs> ha! stupid. Right, what happened? Perfect timing, yes. Take the garbage out. Put the laundry in. I'm Chamomile Jones. I'm just sipping on it. Twelve thirty-two. Tigers pregame show. Wait, what are you sipping out. on? What'd you say you're sipping on? Not today. What are you sipping on? You know what I'm sipping on. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> I'm just sipping on Chamomile. Uh, Colt forty-five uh, Jones. Okay, go ahead. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> 12.32. Tigers pregame. 1 o'clock on a, on a either Thursday or well, Sunday. Well, who's pregame? Uh, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods? Who are you talking about, Tiger? Who? Oh, Detroit Tigers. Come on. Oh, Jiminy Crickets. All right, I didn't even know they still play baseball. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Yeah. Got it. No one cares. Right? Who? Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, five thirty-two. Uh, direct deposit Jones on Wednesday, five thirty-two. It goes in. It goes okay. in the account on Wednesday. Versus one thirty-two a.m. closing time at the bar down the block. And I'm gonna follow you on IG. I'm gonna I'm gonna sign up for an account. And I I don't have an IG account, but I'll, I'll right. sign up for one. And I love you. And I will always. Well, Chuck, I appreciate that very much. That's very kind of you. 
On that, I'm going to break. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. All right, on that note, uh, we will go into hour two of the Taz show here shortly. Take a few more phone calls and get into some other jogging that's on the docket here at the Taz show. Facebook Live will happen at the 8.30 a.m. hour uh, Eastern, which for those folks listening or watching live, you know what that is. That's in 30 minutes. Taz Show, sit tight. Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, so, hey, hey, I'm looking at the uh, social media. A lot of people seem like they're digging the idea, man. I'll tell you what, Dennis, of the um, War Games idea, I just spit some truth out here, spit out about the Cruiserweights versus the UK guys. Double Ring Jones, Double Cage City. Shoot an angle, UK, WWE UK guys versus those, uh, versus the 205 Live Cats. I think it'd be great. Have a captain on each team. Make make uh, Austin Aries the captain of the, uh, the 205 Live guys. And then make, uh, I would guess, Pete Dunn. He's the champ. Or maybe Tyler Bate. Make him the captain of the cruiserweight of the UK guys. Tyler, uh, Pete Dunn, I wouldn't make the captain because Pete Dunn kind of his gimmick is he stands alone and he's the bruiserweight and he's the champ. And he kind of like they, they kind of try to sell him like he's he's a he's a lone wolf type guy, you know. I really think this could work. It seems like a lot of folks. I know some people tweeting about it. Bad Money Slim here on the Twitter. He said, wow, Taz is really bringing the wood. Hashtag War Games is an epi- epic idea. 205 versus UK. Nubworthy. Because Bad Money Sims producing the Taz show now. Interesting. Producer Jones. Mm. Thank you, Bad Money Sims. Appreciate it. And it is Nubworthy, by the way. Actually, I'll tell you right now. It's a nub. How about that? Because this whole show I do is a work. It's all scripted. Every single thing here. Everything. Put my mic on! Oh. Dennis, you seem insulted. What, did I insult you about something? Are you upset again at me? No, not at all. I was just uh, mulling over. I like a champion versus champion idea. You get uh, Pete Dunne against Neville. Let those two battle. And then Ares and Tyler Bate could be the captains for the the rest of the, the squad. Can you hit me with a list, dude? Can you find a list? Um, it's probably easy to find. Well, I'll take this call here in a second. A list of, um, not the 205 guys, of the UK guys. Like they're, they're top guys, the guys they've signed. I mean, we know Tyler Bate. We know, you know, we know Dunn. You know, I'm just, I just want to spit some names at me here. Mark Andrews. Rip. I thought I was going to take a call, though. Okay, oh. we got Mandrews. I know him. What else? Danny Birch. Yeah, I like him. Right, right. Joseph Connors. I like him too. Jordan Devlin. Trent Seven. He's ooh. Now, that's a guy that gotta do more work. He's a very intriguing guy. Make him the guy who goes on two oh five live or not maybe two oh five live, yeah. Go on two oh five live or on raw. That's the thing. See, it's important 
and I'm, I'm it's going. I have some of it in my brain. During the break, I was thinking how to plant the seed to start the angle. Now I know a bunch of guys are going to hit me with tweets and do it like this, and that's fine. That's cool. I, I can't get to all that stuff, and especially while I'm doing the show, and even later stuff. I do think Trent Seven. Now that you said that name, Dennis, is a guy that you need to utilize at, to implement to plant the seed to start the angle. He's a guy they get heat on. Two or five. Now I'm not saying paint the two or five guys as heels, but have somehow for some reason a couple of the heels in 205 maybe a guy neville he's a champ got it neville norm dar tjp these type guys and then they recruit another guy we've seen this with, with survivor series stuff the 205 guys lives and they gotta eat some crow because they want austin aries with them Austin doesn't want to be with them, but he's like, you know what? We stand united. Even though I don't like you, Neville, I don't like you, Norm, I don't like you know, whatever, whatever. You gotta protect, you gotta protect Austin Aries. But you gotta have Austin Aries as the guy who leads the ship for them. I, I gotta be honest with you. Maybe you go that route. Maybe you go the opposite route where they do a thing. I'm just thinking here. It's you do a thing where um I don't know if the UK has a UK uh, WWK gimmick has another big show coming up. You do something. It's a whole other thing. Now, I know I'm all over the place. That's because I'm thinking. I don't have this thing figured out yet. Maybe you do a thing of um, I'm basically bringing in a WWE creative meeting w w without 30 guys. It's one guy. So basically, maybe you go this route where Austin Aries. is going to wrestle on a UK show. They do a UK, whatever, a special on WWE Network, something like that, a pay-per-view. And Austin Aries comes out, but he, and he's going to get a big pop and, and have him go over and kind of steal the show. And it pisses off Pete Dunne. He don't wrestle Pete Dunne, but it pisses off Pete Dunne because Pete Dunne's the combustible one, right? So it pisses off Pete Dunne. And backstage... After Aries wins his match, he beats someone. I don't know who it is. Just one of the UK wrestlers. Not a big push guy. And there's a slight interaction backstage where Pete Dunne, they kind of see each other as Aries is coming backstage. He's sweaty. just got them wrestling. Pete Dunne's getting ready to wrestle. He's warming up. He's got his belt on, the fur, the whole thing. He looks at Austin Aries. He goes, oh, so you're some kind of hot shot, huh? You're going to come into my house. On my brand in my country or whatever, something like that, and think you're a big shot because you're on WWE main roster. You're a 205 guy, like you know. And he starts getting in Austin's face and talking a lot of to him, like right in his face. And Aries is like, "Yo, dude, I don't even know you, whatever, something like that." I was invited to be here and I wrestled and I won my match. Okay, get out of my face. And as you know. He walks away. There's a couple other UK wrestlers walking towards the area, just going, and he accidentally bumps into one of those guys. And next thing you know, there's like a little bit of a scuffle, and Austin Aries feels a little outnumbered. They don't beat him up, but he's outnumbered kind of. Maybe you go another route now, where Austin Aries comes back to the 205 guys. You know, he kind of said he's pissed off about this. It's kind of weird, though, to have a baby face go to the heels and recruit. He shouldn't do that. But somehow you plant... Dennis, you won't be here. You see, I'm just spitballing here. Like, you know what I mean? 
So far, so good. Yeah, I, I, I don't obviously don't have it down, but I'm just throwing it around here. Yeah. Um. So I'll figure it out. David Sacramento, you're on the Taz show. What's up, homeboy? Good moment, the great Tazu. How's it going? Oh, good, sir. Talk to me. I have a very unique question. Um, I know that Money in the Bank is coming up, and early on during the Superstar sh- shakeup, Rusev was cutting promos via satellite from home, basically demanding a title shot. He's been going under the radar, and I just want to know, what do you think is the best way for them to use Rusev at Money in the Bank? Should he interfere in Orton's match, or should he lay someone out and win Money in the Bank? No. No, I don't think he should. I, I why do you think he needs to be involved? I, I don't even know. I, I don't think you bring him in that way. I don't. I just don't. I, I, I think you let him. Is there a reason why you say, like, what, you just, you want to see him do this? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Like, early in, in um, when they did the Superstar shakeup, he was demanding a title shot. Right. Money in the bank. Right. And yeah. he's basically been ignored. Right. And he he said in another video, if I don't get this title shot, I'm not coming to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But he got he got picked, like he got drafted to SmackDown. Right, right, right. And he's yet to actually show up. Right, and right. No, I know. That's the thing. I, I don't, I mean, may, so maybe to your point, maybe, if you're right, maybe mm-hmm. um, maybe they're waiting for the right opportunity, which is Money in the Bank, maybe, to have him come out. I wouldn't do that. I would have him debut on a SmackDown. I would do a... Even though we all know him and we've seen him work and all his success for a long time with WWE, I'd almost have him come in and not even get an angle right away. I would do with him what they did with Braun Strowman, uh, what they did a little bit with uh, what, what Baron Corbin was. I can't remember. Squashing guys. You know, just have him in there with enhancement guys for like two weeks, you know, and, and trying to get the attention of Shane. You know, I'm here. I'm dominating. I'm whatever he would say. You know, that type thing. And then somehow he gets in someone's face or Shane, he gets in Shane's face. I, I would leave the money in the bank thing you know, alone, uh, Dave. I would just, I would leave it. They, do they have all their guys in this thing already? Almost. I think they do, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd have them run in it and, and do that. I mean, I think people would pop. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. Just if you're asking me my opinion, I don't think they would, they should do it. Fair enough. Fair That's enough. just what I think. I, I, I mean, I, they might do. You might be right. I, I kind of hope they do. It's, it'd be pretty cool. Be exciting. I just, like, I, I just feel like it's something we wouldn't see coming because it's like they hinted at it and then they're like, okay, we're gonna lay it under the radar. And WWE doesn't do that too often. Well, they did. <laughs> some could say they did the same thing on Raw because think about what happened right after WrestleMania. You know, Paul Heyman came out with Brock, right? And who did he call out? Um, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Right. And then they went a totally different direction, right? And they went with Roman versus Braun Strowman, right? Right. All right. So what I mean is it might look like to the audience like everything's planned and worked, but sometimes they change their mind. So I think that's what I'm saying, Dave. I think maybe what they might have done here, maybe, maybe, and thank you for calling, Dave, maybe with um, Rusev, maybe it's a situation where, you know, they they don't know the right way to bring him back, so they're just keeping him home and keeping him cooled down and just, you know, he's sitting on ready. The guy, he's ready to go. He's healthy, I believe. He's ready to go. He's not hurt, nothing like that. You know, the guy's in good shape. He's always in good shape. They obviously just brought his wife in, so. But you could be right, Dave. Maybe he pops up at Money Bank. Money Bank. Maybe he pops up on SmackDown uh, next week. You know what I mean? I don't know. 
definitely interesting to see. Uh, be inter- it would be interesting to see. So we shall see. How about that? Hey, Kenny, Connecticut, uh, you're on uh, the Taz Show. What do you say to that house? Good moment, Taz. Good moment to the crew. Look at that. See how simple and succinct. Good job, Kenny. I'm very proud of you. That's very nice. How can I help you, sir? I wanted to give my off the hooks. And you shall. Go. Okay. My first is a wake-up call. 6.32 a.m., I wake up my wife for work. 7.32 a.m., I wake up my daughter for school. Nice. Next match is serenity and chaos. Mm. 8.32 a.m., I take my daughter out to the bus. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> 3.32 p.m., my daughter comes home from school and the chaos begins. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, as, a, as a dad, I understand. Okay, continue. <laughs> The last is a WrestleMania match. Yes. 4.32 p.m., 30 minutes till WrestleMania. All right. 11.32 right. p.m., WrestleMania is still going and going and going. It keeps on going, sir. I appreciate it. And then right after that, you watch the Taz Show special. Let's be honest. Of uh, course. Yes. Kenny, listen, uh, very few have called this week with their off the hooks. They were intimidated by the time of day. And uh, you, my friend, did a good job. I appreciate you calling. Thank you. All right, Kenny. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Kenny, Connecticut, bring in the wood. There you go. So, back to this uh, this idea I have here with the UK guys versus the 205, guy, 205 Live guys, double ring, war games. Huh. I'm wondering, I mean, I, I like what I kind of said about Austin Aries being on a special and somehow just Pete Dunne getting pissed off at him backstage. That feels right, but I also like Trent Seven coming to Raw on a, in a 205 Live match or something where he's one of these guys needs to seal the spotlight on the show that's not theirs. Either a 205 Live guy goes to a UK show and steals the spotlight, and one of those guys or a few of those guys get pissed off, or vice versa. You agree with that part, Dennis? Yes. Otherwise, it's a very ice-cold angle. It's kind of tough to get into the angle. You know what I mean? Yeah, they can uh, They can always do like the... Have it the other way where the UK guys invade and be like, look, 205 Live is a dud. We're coming in and we're going to run rimshot. Is it? <laughs> no, you said it right. We're going to run rimshot on you guys. Wait, say it again. Start over. You threw rum me off shot. with the rum. You threw me off with the rum shot. But have have the like kind of like how Kurt Angle acknowledged uh, the "This is your life," how it's terrible. Right. Have the the UK guys come in and be like, "Look, you know, you guys you guys had an opportunity. It fell flat. Two hundred five live isn't connecting. We're gonna come in and do what you guys couldn't. It's not bad. And you can build the angle that way. That's not bad. That's not a bad idea. But change the purple ropes. One purple rope, one gold one. Oh, that would, ooh, that's hard on the eyes. Um, be like the Vikings. Purple. That's true. Purple and gold. Or ECU, I guess. Yeah, but the Vikings and ECU are uh, athletic gold. I'm big into the colors. That's a metallic gold, which would be purple and gold would be like James Madison University. Wow, look at the me. Dukes. Yes, James Madison, or uh, in the NFL, there is no purple and gold, like metallic gold, right? I mean, the Saints are black and metallic gold. Saints unis are good. Oh, real good. Um, Who in... Baylor is old gold and forest green, dark green. I'm really thrown off here. 
There's another there's another big sports entity logo that's purple and metallic gold. Who the hell is it? LSU, that's fl- that's, that's regular that's athletic, gold, that's right? athletic. It's not, listen, sir, please. I don't know my colors. I listen. told you I know my Pantones. I know, okay? yes, yes, you do. I know the chart very well. The Lakers? Athletic gold, sir, just like LSU. Athletic gold, just like your school. Metallic gold? Metallic gold, like the Saints gold, like... Um, I don't know if that mixes with purple. Well, James Madison, I think, does it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think it, of it. It doesn't mix with purple, but there are, there's somebody else on a pro, a pro team. Let's think. In the NBA. Uh, uh, Ant, you want to jump in here? You got any, uh, any thoughts on this? I was going to say the Kings, but they don't list that as their official color, the gold. Kings, it's, hockey Kings? No, no, Sacramento Kings. Oh, Sacramento Kings, Sacktown. But yeah. I think that it's not gold anymore, then they changed their logo. I keep thinking it's a college program. You know, we've seen throwbacks. I think the L.A. Lakers did a throwback with a metallic gold. The L.A. Kings, the original one was purple and gold. The hockey? L.A. Kings? Yeah. They were not always the black. Ra- and, they were black and silver always, no? No, no, when they first came in the league. I didn't know that. Um, Ant said the Ravens. Did they? I don't think okay. it was gold. Uh, hold on. Let me think. Ravens, uh, I think you're on it. Raven, Ravens, good job. And Ravens, black and uh, black, purple, and the metallic gold is their third color in the Pantone shot. Um, I think so, right? I think he's right about that. Yeah, I'm looking at the logo now. It's got gold outlines. Metallic gold, right? Like an old gold metallic gold, as yes. they call it. Well, I'm getting into this topic on colors because I was joking about the ropes. So you got purple ropes, and you interject the <laughs> the UK guys, and they have red and gold, metallic gold. So anyway, I digress. Um I like what you're saying with the 205 guys' lives. I'm sorry, the UK guys come and like an invade. Like, yo, 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 you guys are really dropping the ball over here with this thing, man. You guys kind of suck, and you guys aren't getting over, so we're here now. I mean, it's it's heavy. I think my idea is better. I think you go with one guy coming in, innocently wrestling, a baby face on either one, and a couple of the heels get pissed off. You're in our house. How dare you get over type thing. You know what I mean? That to me, I think is, uh, you know. I have a I have a friend who listens to the show. He just texted me. He's a, he's a what, do, what is it called? Panta, Pantatones? Sir, P-A-N-T-O-N-E. Pantone. Pantones. He's a Pantones guy himself. Ooh. The Washington Huskies. Damn that's, it, that's, that's it. That's the college. Who, yo, yo, whoever your friend is, I love you, pal. Thank you. That's who I was thinking. Does this person have a name? He's uh. Does he want to kafab his name? Is that what it is? Joey Gavone. Okay, Joey Gavone. Yo, Paisano. Thank you. Gassi. That was it. Washington Huskies. That's who I was thinking. Duh. Son of a (laughs) bitch. He says it. We're idiots. Seattle Jones, right there. I've been to the stadium. Please stop. Been all over the place worldwide. You know that. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. No one's ever used that in entertainment except me. Simo in Pennsylvania. You are on the Taz Show. What's up there, homeboy? What's going on, Taz? Good moment. Good moment. I'd say your name right, bro. Close enough. Tell me. Simo, Simo. Simo, Simo. Okay, Simo. What's up, man? Uh, Nothing. I was at uh, Monday Night Raw. The um, sun right here in Wilkes-Barre. I walked there. It's a 15-minute walk. No one cares. Uh, okay. It, so, it, no, no, come on, Dennis. Jesus. Sorry, I can continue. My bad. 
Yeah, there was uh, uh, something that I noticed. Me, um, I wait, hold on, whoa, 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 Ashpet, Ashpet, whoa, whoa, whoa. You said you walked over there. Yeah, I live like 15 minutes away from the arena. Wow, not bad. Don't you have to worry about parking? Nothing. That's easy, right? Exactly. Save 20, 20 bucks on parking. Yeah, no doubt. All right. <laughs> but uh, you know, me doing my, I've done my sound with uh, a couple different companies, whatnot. Sound? What do you mean? Like you do audio producing? Well, I, I have in the past. Mostly live. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's, hold, let's back this up. Wait, hold on. You're a fan of the show. You sound like a nice guy. You sound intelligent. You sound smart because you walked to a building you couldn't drive to. You saved money and time. And you do audio producing. It's interesting you say that. Between you and me, bro, I'm actually in the market for a new audio producer. What? Was I supposed to? What? Well, <laughs> Did I miss something? Yeah, but I... I I'd end up having to pay for parking in New York City, though. Yeah, you can't walk here. All right, you're out. So how can I help you? <laughs> yeah, but um, the opening, uh, the Bray Wyatt Roman Reigns match. The, yeah. Uh, whoever was doing the um, audio broadcasting for for the arena. Yeah. Did something that I was able to pick up on, and that's throw a backing sound, almost like a, a white noise, uh, mm-hmm. a little crackle through the loudspeaker. Yep. What mm-hmm. that does is. That forces you to whoever you're talking to next to you have to talk louder. Or when it comes to cheering and booing, you have to cheer or boo louder. Just natural reaction to the backing side. Well, to give people, I know what you're talking about. I'm not an audio producer, but I've worked for many years with WWE in an audio booth doing post production voiceover work as talent, you know, with SmackDown. So I've learned from one of the best audio guys in the world who works uh, for WWE without naming his name. And so I've learned a lot just sitting there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know what you're saying, Simo. So here's the thing. So what people, so they can understand what you're saying, and Simo, correct me if I'm wrong, that's the equivalent to let's say you have earbuds in and you listen to music and you have the music loud. And then while you listen to music, someone tries to talk to you. It's funny because you end up talking very loud because you think you have to talk loud, but the person with no earbuds is like, dude, why are you screaming? Right or wrong? Yeah, oh yeah, kind of, but it's a little bit more, you know, the sounds that they use more subtle. Like I said, it almost sounds like uh, uh, back in the 80s when you turn on the wrong channel on the TV and you got the static. Okay. It's just... Crackle know, Jones, like, Crackle City Jones, got it. Yeah, it's something that you wouldn't pick up on. Right, right. But it happens, and they really, I didn't notice it throughout the night, I just noticed it at times during the, the Wyatt Reigns match. And you feel they're doing this for what reason? Get a louder uh, reaction. Get the, maybe it was because it was the first match to try to get the crowd louder. Right. Maybe it was Reigns. Maybe it was uh, uh, Bray. You know, but it's something that I know. Working with, uh, uh, I've worked with a very, very large, well-known act uh, at one concert, and they've done it because they. Sir, were are you speaking of a music act? Oh yes, yes. A they've rock and roll band, as they call it. Uh, yeah, yeah, seventies, uh, eighties, uh, heavy metal. I know who it is. I know who you worked with. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're you are schooled in this audio abilities, unlike um, unlike I'm the Dennis. Job training. I'm the job training. On the job, okay. That's just like Dennis. On the job means you're not really qualified. In all due respect well, to you, Simo. Oh uh, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Seventeen, you know, fifteen years doing it. So oh, that's good because Dennis is doing it's like fifteen minutes. Uh, so that's great. Um, they so call me Geico. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you shared that, Simo. Seriously, dude. 
yeah, like I said, I don't know if it's because it was the first match, if they try to get a louder pop for right. certain... Uh, um, Simo, Simo, I, I got to go to break, dude. Put my mic on! Right, and you're in the business, you need to understand. I got to go. I can't keep talking. Okay. All right, bro. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate right, it. Later. Take care. Bye-bye. See you. All right, there you go. I hate to be rude to people, but that's, I can't help Then it's like, thank God that guy's gone. Whew, man, that was... Cowboy got in my ear. <laughs> he actually... Cowboy. He was like, two producers. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go to break. Otherwise, I look like a liar to Simon. Um, I just stay on. Just, yeah, anyway. <laughs> hey, Simo, what you want to do here is... All right, we'll be on Facebook Live. Facebook.com slash attached show. Sit down. A new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we are back live here on the Taz Show, and we are also live on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. And you hear that awesome fight song, one of the best fight songs in college sports ever. And that's the Oklahoma Sooners fight song. And, well, I talked earlier about the great Bob Stoops stepping down as the head coach of the football program there after 18 unbelievably successful years. And who would have thunk it? A great special guest joining us right now, Hall of Famer himself, the esteemed... The great one himself. And at the end of the day, my friend. Good old JR, Jim Ross. JR, what's up, my man? Oh, hi, buddy. Good to talk to you. Good to hear your voice. Good, man. Uh, you know, long time no talk. We've communicated on text and everything. And, uh, you know, uh, as many of my fans and your fans and fans worldwide know, you've been dealing with a lot with the loss of your beautiful wife, Jan. And, and I hope you're recovering the best you can. And, and I had the opportunity to get to know Jan through you over the years of us working together for WWE. And she was always just a great person, great lady, and always so positive and so nice. So, um, you know, uh, Godspeed, you and your family. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. You know, I got lucky with that little Italian. So uh, <laughs> 25 years, uh, and, you know, it's just every day is a, a, a battle. And, yeah. But you know, the fans are so good, friends like you. The one thing about our business and we all, we love it and we hate it at the same time sometimes. Right, I get right, that. Right, yep. yep. The man at the end of the day, uh, you got that, you've always got that nucleus of really good friends that you can always count on. Yep. No matter what. Yep. yep. And there are not many of them because that's the wrestling business. But that's, maybe it's a life task, you know? I, I think so, man. I, I think, you know, also being in the business for so many years, yeah, you feel like it is just the wrestling business that it, it gets clumped in like that, that, that we don't have a lot of, you know, you can count them on one hand, as we say in the business. You count your friends at the end of the day on one hand in the wrestling business. But I got to tell you, I have some friends outside of the business, and a lot of them are douchebags, too. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, before, we, uh, before we talk about um, what's going on lately with the Ross Report, with your podcast, who you got coming on, what's going on, all the stuff you've been doing, I wanted to just... I reached out to you before the show. I couldn't tell my audience on the, you know, kind of on the cafe because if you couldn't do it, I was like, yeah, I look like a jobber. So, I, <laughs> but then you so uh, kindly replied, said you could jump on impromptu, which I want to thank you. Uh, sure. You know, I let people know, you know, obviously about um, 
about Bob Stoops stepping down and how good of a friendship you've had with Bob for a lot of years. I've never met him, but I, I'm always a fan of, uh, of the program and how great of a job he's done as a coach. He's a legend. Uh, talk about it. What's going on? How do you feel about it? Did you talk to Bob? Just give me some insight. Well, uh, Bobby's been a good friend of mine for a long time. It started out just as a, you know, me coming around to a couple of ball games. And I was still living in Connecticut, so uh, but we became really good buddies. And uh, yeah, I, my, I, I love, love his family. I love him and his family. I'll give you a couple examples. When I uh, had, I was in intensive care. I missed an OU game because I was in intensive care, and they were playing Kansas right. in, in, uh, in Kansas City at the at Chief Stadium. And I had my phone turned off, obviously, in intensive care. Uh, yeah. Hard to believe, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't get rid of your damn phone, right? So, yeah, of course. Anyway, I, when I get home from the hospital, it happened to be the same day that Dr. Heine uh, healed me. So <laughs> I remember that very well. Thank God for the morphine drip. Uh, but nonetheless, oh. uh, I got a message on my phone. He was he was on his cell phone sitting on the sideline of the, of the at, at the Chief State Arrowhead Stadium and said he was just thinking about me. And wow. getting ready to play a Big 12 game, and he, he's on the road, and... God Almighty, he's got like a thousand things that would be ahead of my deal. Wow. And, and then when and I got that message, I, I got that old phone, it's an old flip phone. I still got the message on the phone simply because I, did, I wanted to keep it. Uh, yeah. To me. Then the other deal, within hours of Jan dying, uh, he sends me a text that he, he said, I would, Carol was his wife. Carol and I would love to come by and, and check on you if you're going to be home. Wow. And I said, sure, come on by. So I figure it's going to be the obligatory drive-by. Yeah. You know, in Oklahoma, and I don't know how it is in, 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 uh, in Brooklyn and in, in Long Island. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when, and when people die, uh, if people want to pay respects, they come by, they bring food. Yeah, they, of course, they same thing. And they leave. Yeah, same thing, same thing. Well, they don't, well they, a lot of times they don't leave. They stay, sometimes too long. But uh, is oh, that what happened? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I figured this Sunday, it was a Sunday, that it was day of the Sabbath, be with the kids, do things like that. And yeah. they were here all afternoon watching basketball. Wow. Wow, and just spending time with you. Yeah. How they can help, is there anything I can, they can do to help me? And do I need food? Do I need this? Do I need that? And this is during recruiting. Uh, you ready for spring football? Wow! Uh, all that stuff, and, but you know that's the kind of guy he is. So I, I tell people that they say, oh, "Come on, Jesus! You know it's the heart and flowers. You know, right? You know, let me up. You know all the good stuff we've heard. <laughs> Don't use any pronouns." Uh, <laughs> so I know. <laughs> he, he, no, Bob Stoops is a great guy, <laughs> yeah. and, and we were shocked to hear that he's retiring. I think, and I don't know, but his dad died at fifty, early fifties. Mm. On the sideline, coaching football. Oh, I didn't know that. Now he grew up in. He's one of those Ohio guys, man. All those great coaches out of Ohio, right? Youngstown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All the his Stoops family tree and Bo Pelini Bo, was a Bo Youngstown Pelini. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. know, uh, so it's a, it's a Youngstown's got a lot of football heritage, obviously from For that sure. part of the world. So, For sure. Yeah. But he's just a good dude, man. And, and uh, but I think that he was very concerned. You know, he's he's got some. Like myself, I, he has some genetic health issues that you just, by God, got to deal with. Yeah. You got to deal, yeah. deal with them. Yeah. You know, my mom and dad both died at 64. I'm 65 now. Mm. I think I'm full of P and V. I feel great. I think you're ahead of the curve already. Look at that. You already got a year on them. Look at that. I, yeah, I, I'm, already <laughs> in the, I'm already in the good, so I'm, I'm winning. And I think Bobby just wanted to make sure that uh, he was able to spend quality years with his kids. He's got two boys. They're twins. 
that are be seniors in high school. Are they athletes? They're both being recruited as football players. Wow. One's a wide receiver, one's a DB. Mm. Okay. Uh, so they're getting recruited. He didn't want to coach them. Yep. Which he just said, I just feel like it'd be too much pressure on them. I respect that. Yep. And he said, I just uh, so now they might be re- they might get recruited by OU. That that would be probably they probably will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is uh, he's got another daughter. He's got a daughter that's in o- that goes to OU. She's a sophomore, I think. Okay. And so the family's here. He's built a brand new home here. All that stuff is great. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I just think that he wanted to. And he thought the program was in great shape. So they spent two hundred million on re- re- uh, renovating the stadium. Right. right. Uh, they closed it in. It's it's awesome. It's a palace. It's really cool. I bet. You know what I think about? I worry. Not worry, but you know, if for those kids that are his recruits, especially incoming seniors. I'm sorry, incoming freshmen that are yep. seniors in high school. You know where I'm going. I mean, my son is that age, and he's going to college in a few months. And, yep. you know, God, if the head coach, the, the lacrosse program he's going to, the school he's going to, I would leave. I'd be like, oh, boy. You know, you worry, you know, about that. That could happen. So, and future recruiting, it could affect OU a little bit early on, even though it's a big powerhouse and, and it's in good shape. So, but you know how that goes. You know, kids want to play for certain head coaches. Well, yes, and, and it's very uh – uh, likely that other head coaches will use that against Oklahoma. Of course. Uh, you know, they got a new guy. Yep. The guy we got, Lincoln Riley, he's 30, 33 years old. Mm. Uh, he's the youngest head coach in, in, uh, in Division I. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a prodigy. He's a genius. He really is. And I'm not saying that because we hired the guy. He's a, he's a, he was a walk-on quarterback, played for Mike Leach, got cut from the team, mm. Texas Tech. Texas Tech, yeah. So he paid his dues. He came up, he walked on, he paid his dues, man. Yeah, and the same day, as he he got uh, they they made him a, a student assistant coach. Wow! So, uh, Lee said you can't throw the ball at the dam, but boy, <laughs> you, you're going to be a hell of a coach someday. So yeah. he got him from the team, made him a coach, and, yeah. and the rest is kind of his journey. So uh, he's a he's a good dude. He's organized. He's young. He's he's with it. Now was uh, he was off- he was he an assistant at OU under Stoops? Yeah, he was the offensive coordinator. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay, okay. Got it. He was the Got offensive it. coordinator uh, for Bob and the Sooners. Yeah. And uh, so now he's going to be the head honcho, and he's been very instrumental in recruiting. Well, I was going to uh, say, as an offensive coordinator, he probably was involved with a lot of these recruits, so they, they all probably all know him. You know, so that's a absolutely. big deal. Yeah. Absolutely. And the thing about it is I believe – uh, they're just moving into the, the the new offices and the new facility and the yeah. you know the locker rooms look like uh, you know a suite at McMahon's house. I can imagine. Yeah, no, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, well, it's really it's opulent. It's wonderful. So uh, he's let the program. The, the facilities are great. The the coaching wedding. They signed. Uh, they signed uh, Lincoln uh, just a, about a month ago to a new deal. Extended his deal mm. and paid him 1.3 million as the offensive coordinator at wow. OU, wow. which is the most anybody has ever made as an assistant. It's amazing. And uh, I think when Bob got the job in 1999, he made 800 grand or something. Wow. Uh, well, like, the games change, you know, as you know, and it's like uh, coaching, you know, D1 at that <laughs> level. I mean, that's a you know top 10 program, or even top 20 at that, whatever, a top 10, uh, top 15, top 20 coach. You know, you're going to make some bank. You know, it's it's, it's a lot of pressure on those 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 guys, though, as you know. So uh, no, absolutely, and you know, the thing about Bob is he had the same president, and the same athletic director for his entire run here. That's, so that's rare. Like I'm working on top now, the same Booker. Yeah, you just, yeah. there's yeah. a comfort level. Uh, there's a communication level. There's a trust uh, situation, and uh, so I think he just felt like that with his health issues that are not 
not life-threatening, but he wants to get ahead of the curve, which I, I get. Yeah. I really get at this age of my life. I get. You know, that's why I don't smoke anymore. I don't. I rarely drink, and I'm going to the damn gym. I hate it, but I'm going. Good, man. Keep it up. Keep that you know, up. So I'm, I'm doing good. Good for you, and, 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 and God bless you. And I, st- I did see something earlier this morning. They were saying that Bob Stoops, they had some kind of a quote. I'm not quoting him per se, but something like he said, it, it, was, it had nothing to do with health issues. But, I mean, if it is health, I mean, he, you know, he, it's none of, no one's business. If the, the man steps down, he had a great career, and he leaves behind just he leaves the program in great shape. You know, it's nobody's business why he's stepping down. You know what I mean? Really. He's got, you know, he wants to see his kids play in college. It's great. You know? I think he also wants to see, uh, and you can, boy, if anybody can relate to this, you can. Sometimes when guys have busy schedules, it takes a lot of effort to get your kids games, right? Absolutely. I lived it. I, 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 I don't as much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's got two twins that will be seniors in high school that played in the state championship game last year. Wow. They, lost, they played in it. So he'll, it's hard to be a dad when you're the head coach of the Oklahoma football team or any other major team. Absolutely. Half, half the damn games are on the road, so you're not going to be able to go to the game. Absolutely. The other half, you got recruits in town, so you can go to the game a little while. And it's just, I think now he can be dad full-time, and yep. he's not going to be any financial issues. He's like you say. you got a lot of problems, but money ain't one of them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I learned that from a great man. Will you stop? I learned that line from a great man. Uh, that's the first time I learned that line. I won't name the Matt guy, but he used to be on Monday Nights Live with a black cowboy hat. That's son of a bitch. <laughs> he killed the business. He killed it, damn it. Hey, JR, so I was just spitballing an idea here with my, my crew here. I had this idea, a wrestling idea, a little creative gimmick. Right? I want to bounce this off. Check this out, man. Now you, you, we actually mentioned your name because you could be involved with it. <clears throat> I don't know how it started. I just, you know, you know how it is when, you know, like I kind of do on my show where it's like, you know, when you're in the, in the call with one of the boys and you just, that's where the best ideas come up, right? You know, creative, right? Not, not in some boardroom with, with 30 kids that are writers, you know? Um, so regardless, I came up with this, this thing, man, where – you know, obviously war games, you know, back in the NWA era and a double ring and all this stuff and, and, and two cages, the whole nine yards. You, WWE UK guys against the 205 Live guys. Oh, you, there you go. Yeah, man. And, and you have two announced teams. You know, you're on, you're on the side. Now, you just called the UK, the UK gimmick, right? So you, oh, yeah. you'd be on that UK side. And then you, you do uh, uh, the, the other kid, uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name, what's his name? Phillips. Phillips, Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips. Yep, yep, and, and, and Corey, right? And you, yourself and Nigel, right? I just think that'd be awesome. You shoot some kind of an angle, you know, where it's, it's a, what was War Games, JR? Five on five or six on six? What was it? Five on five. Five on five. So I'm telling you, just, you, you know, maybe you take the top of the, the roof off the cage so they could do some high spots, you know, without killing themselves. I just think it would be a good little build-up. It could be something pretty cool, man. It could be something different. It's a, it's a very easy-to-explain theme that's even easier to play out. Yeah. And those, more often than not, uh, angles and TV storylines that are not overthought are the best for the fans. Absolutely. Sometimes the consumers, as we both know, uh, have to figure uh, wrestling out. And I still believe this. I love the business, still do. But man, uh, when I watch wrestling, I don't need. I'm not trying to watch uh, Meet the Press. I say that all the time here. I don't want to think, man. The guy that's working construction who's got three kids at home. He's uh, working. No. Yeah, he's working his ass off. He comes home yep. dirty, sweaty. He don't want to hear his wife. He wants to eat something, sit back, have a beer, and watch some guys fight in wrestling. You know, and that's it. Pretty, you know? pretty straightforward. Yeah, man. 
So it's a, it's a, uh, I, I think it's a very intriguing idea, and maybe, maybe uh, somebody will, 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 will jump on it. Who knows? Well, you're over with the office now. You got to pitch it. You know? Yeah, I'm good. I'm really in. <laughs> I'm really, really in. I, I got. I signed when you know right after Jan passed away. I uh, when I was in Orlando. Yeah. Which is, I sometimes wonder if I've made the right call or not doing that. But I not signing, but going. Uh, but I, I'm, in, a, in a way, I'm glad I did because I got coming home after WrestleMania was a, was a was a bitch. I bet. I was, or, yeah. Nothing here. Nobody yeah. here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. It wasn't good. I'm but, sure it was hard. Uh, but I'm glad I went to Orlando to saw saw friends and, and the fans are great as always. They yep. always prop you up. You know how it is. Of course, of course. We don't give them enough credit, but they they make it happen. So, they do make it happen. So anyway, I'm uh, I, I'm 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 doing well. I'm feeling good. Good uh, man. Good. And uh, you know, but I I did the the Undertaker match at WrestleMania, as you know, and then yep. I did a uh, little sit in on one match, the UK match at. Uh, uh, take over in Chicago. I saw that. Good job. You, you, you obviously uh, you're still flowing forward, bro. I mean, you, you, you're the man. Well, thanks. I got a. Uh, I you know, it's just I love doing it. And Nigel's a very uh, intriguing partner for me. He's new to me. Right. The right. Ones are new. It's not about I got to be the guy. I got to be on Raw. I got to right. be on SmackDown. Right. Man. Right. I, I love to be booked, and I love to not be on the road fifty weeks a year. I, I, this this is probably the best. For me right now, Taz, the best wrestling gig I've had, uh, arguably ever, because I'm making I'm making a nice buck. The events will take great care of me. Uh, good, good. They take care of the travel. I hope that I'm going to be a part of the uh, women's tournament. That's been discussed, but not finalized. I hope I think, so. I hope so. I think I'm going to be in the loop on that deal. And you know, that's one of those projects that you start from scratch. All these women are new. They're all going to be new to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get to spend two days with them before we ever start broadcasting getting to know them and getting the notes I need to tell you the story that you will give a damn about. Absolutely. I Absolutely. That. I'll I'll be, that'll be about it. If, I, if the deal goes through as we think it is, that'll be like a week in Orlando uh, getting ready for this whole thing. And, uh, again, it's not been finalized. I don't know exactly who my partner's going to be. I, I'm not at liberty to say, but I, I got a pretty good idea. Okay. I think, it'll, I think it'll be fun. So, new stuff, man. It's just new, and I'm happy to be doing it, and it gets me out of the house, and... Uh, you know, my wife's last wish, wrestling-wise, was that we go home. And that was WWE. Go home. Let's go home, JR. Oh, yeah. God. Wow. Let's go. That's powerful. Well, yeah, you know, it happened, and she, she, she watched you from above, and I'm sure she was very proud of you and very happy uh, for, 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 you know, you returning to WWE, which is great. Um, yes. Really. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's been a – we had a great run together. She was the coach's wife there at uh, WWE, man. Yeah, you know, yeah I know. I know. <laughs> she was really uh, strong for me. She had as much to do with this, my success in the Attitude Era and putting that roster together as, as just about anybody because most of those guys at one point or the other came through my house. Yeah. If they came through my house, they walked through her kitchen. If they walked through her kitchen, but, they stayed. But not just that. I mean, you know, as, you know, Jan was at a lot of the shows. I mean, she was there with you a lot. Not all the time, but uh, most of the roster, you know, we, we knew her. I mean, because uh, she right. wasn't just like, oh, hi, how are you? It was like a conversation, like, you know, it, you know, she would talk to, like, all the talent and just hang out. She was just really, really cool, like the voice of reason after dealing with all the insanity with the office. Then you you have to see Jan backstage, and you just shoot the bullet for a few minutes. It was great. You know, she was yeah, really she, was, uh, she loved being around the boys, and she loved the business. You know, she became a big wrestling fan. And, you know, that's our house is loaded with Steelers stuff. She was a Steelers fan. I know. So I know. That's awesome. Yeah. That. yeah. And yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I buried her. Uh, I buried her. I I. She's her her remains are in a Steelers urn I had made. Oh wow! 
I'm looking right at it right now here on the mantle. Uh, but so you know, we kind of keep that going. But yeah, she's it's be it'd be messed. But look, we, you know, it ain't it ain't like monsoon says. Don't break your arm patting yourself on the back. Come on, <laughs> I, I see. I had 25 great years with her. Uh, and as I don't want to sound crass by any stretch, because I love, I still love her. I know, and I'm you, always, yes, I'm, I'm not surprised, and I believe that. And look, Mister told me a couple of days, a few days ago, he said, "Damn it, Jr., your wife died. You didn't. Hmm. Let's go." Yeah, yeah. Okay, coach, I'm. Yeah. Put me in. Let's go play. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like something Switzer would say. Um, what do you have lined up now? Before I wrap here with your brothers, I gotta hang. I gotta kill the show. What What do we have lined up on the Ross Report over there at Podcast One? What do you got? What, who you got coming up? You got to get Bob Stoops on as a guest eventually. No, we probably will. Yeah, we'll get we'll get him on. Uh, I've got uh, this week. I got John Pollock from the Fight Network. All right. Really a terrific guest. He's kind of on the, the level of our buddy Mike Johnson. Yes. Uh, really, really good soundbite guy. A lot of information. Yes. Willing to share it. Good. Uh, so he's on there this week talking about, uh, and he had a really, you know, his parent, the parent company that owns Fight Network owns Impact Wrestling. So yes. I kind of got into that a little bit with him, not into it uh, confrontationally, but got a lot of information out of that. Yep, yep. Uh, so that was good. We talked about Extreme Rules, Raw. Uh, we talked about Heyman and Lesnar and Joe, which I'm a big fan of that whole marriage. Yeah, me too. Yep, yep, me too. Yep. yep. Uh, Heyman did the Heyman did the did the work on Monday night. It was and. I thought when they put the camera down and the mic down, rather, and the, yeah. the handhelds picked up the audio, felt, it made it real to me. So real. I, I talked about that a lot right after Raw. I mean, it's a huge thing. I've always said that recently. I feel like WWE at times doesn't do real well, but in that situation, they did. Uh, just in my critique, but in that situation, I thought they did a great job. I thought Joe's performance was great. Paul, I talked about Paul, and you know this because you worked with Paul for years. Paul's facial expressions, how he puts the boys over and. Puts it like he's in his pants. He's so good at selling with his face. I mean, he don't get enough credit for that. Everybody talks about his promos. His facials are phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah, he's 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 everything you want in that role. And yeah. anybody that wants to be a manager should should, should uh, binge watch everything they can from Paul Heyman. Yeah, uh, ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. Whether they get booked or not, I don't know if managers come back to Vogue, but I always say this. People say, how come there's no more managers? So, well, they're not trendy. They're right. Not Topical, right, until right. somebody really good comes along, and then by God, they'll be right back in the mix. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, listen, man, I um, I appreciate you jumping on here uh, with such short notice and impromptu, and and you know, anytime you want to come back on, to, you know, uh, whenever you're available. I know you're busy doing so much stuff, and uh, and continue success with everything, my friend. Thanks, buddy. My book is coming out. I know I want to come on before. Uh, October because my book will be out in October. Yes, of course. Then yeah. I'm going to run down the stadium here in a few minutes, and uh, I'm going to be on the Sports Center. I think at 11:15 Eastern. You are over, brother. You are over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jr. Thanks, man. I'll see you at the gimmick table. <laughs> I'll see you, bro. Be good. Bye, bye. Right. That's the Hall of Famer, good old Jr. Right there. That was awesome. Oh man, that was funny. Uh, it's nice because yeah, I see what I didn't tell you guys. I mean. Dennis knows because you, know, you, Dennis, are always in the loop. You shouldn't be. Everything, so everything comes down now, right? So, yeah. That's why can't you be in a good mood like y'all when you talk to JR? Why do you got to talk to Dennis like a douche? No, Dennis, you knew that I reached out to JR, right? I did, yes. And it was funny, right? Right before I got a reply from him, without too much detail, what did I say? I don't think we're going to hear back from JR. This guy must be sleeping. And then I get the reply. Oh, wait. I'm like, oh, he's in. All right. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was great to catch up with him. You know, uh, before you were on the show here, Dennis, when the show was really good, um, JR, um, he, um, might have to bring it back. We'll see. He did a gimmick on the show here. Uh, he had a weekly segment uh, on Fridays right before college football. You would have loved it called uh, Barbecue Pigskin. Oh, I'm in. I don't yeah, even no, need yeah. to hear anything else. <laughs> no, it was awesome, dude. Seriously. And uh, we talked just like a lot of uh, <clears throat> college football. It took up a lot of time. It was a lot of work for him. And, and, and it wasn't like, it just like it just was a lot. You know, he wasn't complaining. And it was just, you know, his schedule. I wanted to be as much as I can every single week, but it was hard. Uh, those that remember, uh, here's a little taste. Welcome to Barbecue Pigskin with JR. Taz taught college and pro football. It's pretty badass, right, Dennis? Great production work. Uh, you know the team, bro. Backstage, these bitches up and hip. Real good. You know that, right? That is true. Oh, I should have called J.R. Haas. Damn, he Yeah, Haas you blew it. Him. He called me Haas in the pass. Yeah, I should call him Haas. Damn it. We'll call him back. What do you want, Taz? Hey, <laughs> see you later, Haas. <laughs> Just click. pop. Uh, I'm looking at everybody uh, here in the Facebook Live before I wrap up. A lot of blue thumbs up. People love the show as usual. <sighs> Gerald Aw, that intro is my favorite. Well, that sucks, Gerald, because we don't play it anymore. Sorry. People are saying on Facebook Live that you just got hungry when you heard the word barbecue. Like, oh, I want to eat something now. I love to food. I love to food. All I got is grapes. I wish it was barbecue pigskin. Why do I see a picture of JR, which is on the phone right now, on Facebook Live? He's not on the phone anymore. He was on the phone. Oh, the internet. Sorry, Aunt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. My bad. Let's take all that out of the podcast version. <laughs> what the heck? Okay. <laughs> Dude, I got to end the show. <laughs> you know, I get to that point. Um, well, normally you're in cool down, but you're riding high from talking to JR. I, I haven't talked in a long time. It's I so did nice notice that the fans were right. You, There is a different tone when you talk to somebody you enjoy yes. and when you talk to us. <laughs> this is, ooh, that's a shoot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's yeah, I never really realized it, but yeah. Hey, for any of you guys uh, listening on um, Facebook Live or watching on Facebook Live, I should say, if you didn't hear uh, the last segment, I, I was talking a lot about this pitch. I was pitch, not pitch, what kind of pitch? I was pitching an idea. I'm not pitching an idea. I was talking creative, mentioning an idea, and I brought it up to JR, two hundred five live versus the. Um, Versus the UK guys, Double Ring Jones. Uh, I think JR's going to try and steal the idea. You noticed that, right? You got that right away, right? Oh, yeah. He, oh, he's hacking that. You could hear he was writing. Yeah, he was. He was like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. And then he kind of like changed the subject. Oh, I know what JR's doing. Hack Jones. Vince, I got this uh, idea. It's actually going to be pretty badass. I thought this all by myself. What is it, pal? Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Was that your JR impression? Yeah. That was more just generic Southern guy. <laughs> Dude, I'm not good at impersonations. I'm just good at being good. You know what I mean? That's true. Ta Tamiya Wu says, uh, you're going to get hacked, Taz. She knows. She knows. She's right. 
No, nah, Jerry, I wouldn't do that. What he would do is put me over to Vince and tell him, Taz had this real good idea. And Vince would be like, what name did you say? You go, Taz, remember him? You were suplex machine. Vince like, huh? Come again, huh? Who? Short guy? From Jersey? No, no, no. He's not from Jersey. He's not from Jersey. Oh. Oh, all right. Michael Ward, make the 205 versus UK match at the uh, Survivor Series. Michael Ward, you know what, buddy? You had me do a reverse hack on this show, so I'm not listening to anything you say. <laughs> okay, Mike? So we had to play a reverse hack on, I think it was Monday or Tuesday because of you, because it's Cesaro and Sheamus. So, sir, I am, you are a bad seed and a bad influence on me and my show. That was him, right? It was Michael Oh, Warren. I don't forget. I remember. Unbelievable. Anyway. All right, WWE listens to everything I do anyway. Got Theo Bond Jr. saying the same thing on Facebook Live. WWE was listening from the from the plane. They're already working on hacking Taz. He knows. With the Naomi Stan Naomi oh, Jesus Christmas. Naomi soundbite Jones in three to one. All that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Never ends. Anyway. Condon Condon Connor. What reverse? What was the reverse hack? Oh, jeez. Dennis, explain what happened when you're eating grapes. Don't chuck, choke to death on the skin there. Skin. I wanted yourself. to bring in grapes today because you you you're talking about how you can how you almost choked on the juice. No one cares. Anyway, as you're choking on juice, uh, what um, what are you uh, talking about? Here? The reverse hack. So <laughs> we had a. Uh, That's funny. We had Dude, a video. Stop with the bag and the chewing like you're in a movie theater eating candy that you're a cheap bastard. You brought your own candy from home. <laughs> I'm a big. You won't buy the $7. I'm a big hide your candy yeah, guy. Yeah, the $7 Junior Mints. Okay? Hide yeah. the. Hide the, You have the roommate hide it in a pocketbook. I know what you do. We do our own push card. We pretend it's a baby, and then we have our own popcorn machine. <laughs> when we're in there, we're just popping popcorn. <laughs> That's funny. Uh. <laughs> Fake, fake baby Jones in the in the cart. Uh, what is that, sir? They're like, no, dude, that, that, that no, dude, that'd be that'd be a Seth move. Seth would do something like that. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. He, he really would, dude. Seth would definitely do something like that. I'm not kidding. Yeah, no, I Seth, can see Seth doing that. Seth has kids, so he would just. He has a lot of kids. He would Seth. hide. He does the, like they go to the movies in July, and the kids are wearing like parkas, and the guy, and the, guy the usher's looking at him like, "You sure?" And the kid just disrobes, and it's just candy bar after candy bar pouring out of him. Seth, that guy. He acts like he's a pauper, too. He's got more money than God. He's rich. He's loaded. I'm like, he saves every dime he's got. I'm really rich. I'm telling you. Uh, Seth. I don't want to. I'm really rich. So continue with your story. What were you saying now? So Michael Floyd was his name. And uh, the, the Facebook guy. No, Michael Ward. Michael Who's Ward, Michael Floyd. Floyd? Michael Floyd, the Patriot. Oh, yeah. Oh, Definitely God. not Michael Floyd. Patriots. Michael Did Ward. he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? I can't say that word. That happens automatically. Yeah, that's Do you true. understand that? I'm done with the tablets. 
Continue. Uh, so Michael Ward had two weeks ago made a comment on Facebook that you acknowledged, said that, oh, Tez, you're not setting the bar. You are the bar. Oh, God, I'm cringing just hearing that. So I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. So the the great video producer of the show, Lee Mean, put out a. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> I thought that was going to go unnoticed. No, sir. Nothing goes unnoticed <laughs> on my content with me. <laughs> Did you just call Lee Mean the great video producer? Andy. What's up, boss? That had to hurt you. I'm writing my resume right now. Are you typing or are you writing it? I'm writing. No one hey, cares. you know Taz, by the way. <laughs> All right, so continue. So the great video producer, Lee Mean. Get rid of anything. Please, enough. Uh, made a video showing that we believe what we believe to be was a hack. Mm. So we go <laughs> about five minutes before the show airs. We're, we're scrambling to to get all the stuff accordingly. Turns out, thanks to our research staff, that's you, Ant, uh, we actually reversed hack them. They had been saying it for a while. So we went on air. Jim Richard. No, this, this leads to you, Dennis. On Facebook Live says, Dennis is drunk. Dude, I, what is the drunk. point? Tell the story. I, I think he's right that you're drunk. Give me a breathalyzer. Just Sober tell the story. I want to end the show. I got to go. So we you came on air. You were very adamant that WWE hacked you again. How could they? The nerve. And then Ant gets in my ear and says, abort, abort, abort. They said it in May. Oh, my God. And then we had to uh, about face, and that led to. <laughs> the reverse hack. Doesn't happen a lot. That's a reverse hack, folks. That's a reverse hack right there, and that's because of Michael Ward. And Michael Ward now on Facebook Live said, "Geez." I apologize to Taz on Twitter three times and on Twitter uh, for the infraction with no reply. Okay, Mike, listen, first of all. Infraction? I'm sorry. Infraction is actually, consider that word stolen. That's a very good word, Michael Ward, if that is your real name. And here's the second thing I want to tell you, sir. Okay? If I didn't reply. <laughs> sorry. If I, if I, if. Dennis. Don't do that anymore. If I didn't reply to you on Twitter, Michael Ward, sorry. Okay, do you realize how many people send me mentions and stuff on there? <coughs> I don't want to hear you had no re interaction with me on there. Too bad, Mike Ward. With no reply, Michael Ward. Michael Sense of Entitlement Ward. That's his new name. Gets me in trouble. You just body slammed me and broke my glasses. Unbelievable. I'm not calling him Michael Ward anymore. I'm calling him Mike Ward. When I'm mad at him, I'm calling him Mike. I don't even know this guy. With no reply. Jesus. You hear these fans? It's a call. 
No, no, I'm not talking about the audience, jobber. I'm talking about the the, the cool oh. devices. <laughs> well, you said fans. <laughs> well, these are fans that are and blowing on us. And you're going on about Mike. Uh, well, I was called yeah. him Mike Hunt. That's our uh, easy, easy. our esquire, <laughs> attorney at law. Listen to this. Where is the air condition? It, we, I told Seth, I said, we need it fixed. He's not listening. You should hear this. They just texted me, too. He confirmed that um, he does sneak stuff into the movie theater. <laughs> Shocker of the century there. Obviously, he's listening to the show. Anyway, I'm done. All right, well, hope you guys enjoyed the show earlier. Gave some NBA stuff. Had JR on impromptu guest Jones. That happens on a Taz show sometimes. You guys know that. So thank you, JR, for jumping on. Appreciate that. Make sure you guys listen to his podcast every week. Ross Report over at the uh, the Evil Empire. It's not really an empire, but the evil people over at Podcast One. It's not an empire, by the way. <laughs> Dennis is going. No. Not an empire. Not an empire. Nah. I'm going to make sure I go look at my tweets now and reply to every single person. You're going to be, you're going to have a long day ahead of you. It's unbelievable. Michael Ward thinks that uh, he just says sorry and it's over. He doesn't know how I am. Dog with a bone, bro. Dog with a bone. I, I bite into it and I hang on to it. Right or wrong. Tenacious. That's why I don't apologize. Tenacious T. That's me. Tenacious T. That's a good nickname. You in co-host mode now, Dennis? No. Oh, you woke up, right? Because two hours has elapsed. So now it's time for you to, to really be entertaining. The nine o'clock hour is when I hit my stride. Maybe you should quit and get a job that you start at 10 a.m. How about that? Is that a suggestion? Yeah. Well, your, your boss listens to every show. Before you were the producer on the show, Seth never listened to the show. Unless he was on it or I was talking about him. Otherwise, the guy never listened. Now, why do you think he listens every day? Do you have an idea why he listens live? Do you, no, seriously. Do you think he just listens live because he has nothing better to do or because he's a fan of mine or yours? What, what, why do you think he listens live, Dennis? Think about this. Uh, no. No, I had a bizarre phone call right now. Um, okay, well, I'm, I'm in the middle of closing know, my I've... show. I'm closing the show. Why do you think? Do, do you know why... Dude, do you know why? There's, there's two schools of thought, and I'm going to go with the positive one. That he enjoys the chemistry we have. What's the second school? Um, yeah, I don't want to go down that road. That's there's a, a third road. school. Oh. Tripong Road. You gave one, you gave two, I'll give the third. Test one, two. He's building a case against you, pal. This happens in business. He's building a case. He's listening to the show, or he watches it, and he's writing on his notepad all of this stuff. And then he's, he's, so when they fire you, they have reason. Just cause, it's called. I'm telling you, bro. I think Seth wants to fire me just cause. <laughs> That's funny. <coughs> All right, I'm done. We're out. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Taz Show. I'm Taz Yanakabai. Bye.
eyes on my space and screen names Back then when I was only worried about my top friends Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at To go and pour another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay